Welcome to the episode. I'm Lunchy. I'm Pabs. I'm Izzy. How does that make you feel? <laughs> what? Ladies and gentlemen, please take your seats. The show is about to begin. Welcome aboard. Welcome to the only podcast that observes and interprets the human experience. LB, what is the haps, brother? <clears throat> I think you mean leave a like and subscribe. What's the thing you usually say, brother? Yeah, go on then. Say I, it for me. I don't know what you usually say. I just sit here while you say it. I don't pay much attention most of the time. I think you melted my brain a little bit just in that um, that lot, like forward play intro that we that we do. So <laughs> there was a lot of talking. There done was a lot of for, for a period that well, there yeah. was supposed to be no talking done, right? <laughs> Bro, tonight we've got another killer show, right? This yes. is the one, right? If there's a if there is if there is a show on the mantle, metaphorically speaking, this is this is that, all right? Izzy, we've, we've, Izzy, Izzy is, is in us. the house, brother. brother. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, it's man. It's been a um it's been a minute. Red hot minute. Red red hot minute, bro. Thank you for coming on board, bro, and thank yeah. you for spending the time to come in tonight and have a yarn with us, bro, because this is, like I said, we've been excited for this one. Quick shout-out to Street Movement Radio. Catch us at 6 p.m. on a Monday night. Absolutely. Yeah. More T-H-O goodness for them lobes. Let's kick it. Indeed. Yeah, props to you guys, too. I'm enjoying, enjoying the episodes, enjoying the shows. Cheers, bro. Doing, doing well. Thanks, yeah, it's bro. good to see things come... Full circle, even being back here, like we were talking, you know. Yeah, it's, bro. It's, it's, we yeah. got we got history. Yeah, we, we got yeah. history, right? Yeah, like, I was has... playing a song that we had done the other day. My, <laughs> it was because my my housemate was walking around the house going, "What's your weapon of choice?" <laughs> I was like, "Geez, you remember you remember some of the most random things." I was like, "How do you even remember that song?" And next minute, I'm I'm looking for it on SoundCloud. I was playing it. Yeah, bro, nice. SoundCloud? That's... Are we on SoundCloud? I think that's yeah. where it is. Yeah, bro, we're on SoundCloud. Yeah, bro. Far wow. out. What a blast, yeah. bro. We've got. I mean, look, how do we put context onto the gravity of the show tonight? I guess we should probably start Gravitas. it. With... Indeed. That's mm, mm. right. Because I think... Izzy, Izzy is one of those stalwarts of the industry, like in the underground hip-hop space. Oh, that, mainstay, like, right? Just has um, the, the recognition factor, I guess, across the board. Any kind of style, you know, age groups and whatever, he's like, Izzy's there. Yeah, you know, so. and and I guess like we couldn't, you know, like uh, we we had profit on the show not long back, a couple of weeks back. Um, your your oh, partner man. in crime, yeah. so to speak, and yeah. and that's I mean that's half of your musical journey, right? Like yeah. being a part of uh, um, Izzy and the Prophet, and and so you know I think this is in that way coming full circle mm. as well. Right now we've done the two halves of the pie, so yes. to speak. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it that's right uh because we're yeah. greedy we don't just stop at one this is evident right <laughs> so bro let's 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 do the the, the the back in time buzz man why don't you kick it off by telling the listeners a little bit about um i guess your early memories of music okay yeah man it's a it's an interesting one because um Oh man. So all right. So my going back, my mum wasn't I mean she was into music and it was funny cuz cuz my mum was a Christian so she wasn't she she played Christian music around the house and stuff like that. But the funny thing is is that um like my middle name is Dylan. Right. As in as in Bob Dylan. 
Yeah, because my mum was a fan of Bob Dylan. That's wow. awesome. Um, and it's funny because, you know, Jacob is my real name for those who didn't know. Um, and Bob Dylan's son, his name is Jacob Dylan. Wow. The, wow, right. That's, just, that's, that's a diehard tribute. I mean, right he's, I mean, he's not my brother. But, <laughs> but it is. It's just, you know, my, my namesake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, um... So yeah, so as far as music back in the day, we didn't, we didn't, like, you know, I'm born, you know, I know I look like I'm 27, but, you know, I'm born in 83. <laughs> yeah, So you'd think that I'd have a good love or something for of the 38 at the moment. Yeah. Uh, you'd think I'd love the 80s or whatever. Mm. Yeah, not the case. Not the case. No, I don't like the, None of the 80s music. It should just stay there. Um, oh. <laughs> no, I'm not a, not a fan. No, I'm just, Come on, man. No, but it's also because I didn't, um, maybe it's because I just wasn't <clears throat> into it back then and, and yep. that wasn't what was played sure, around me, sure, this sure, and that. Sure, 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 um, So first music, so moving past that, there was influence there, like dudes like Michael W. Smith and stuff like that, who my mum was, um, you know, into, and Keith Green, these are names that you guys might not have heard of, but these are like... Some big names in the in the Christian music uh, industry, anyway, um, and good artists. So like they are they really what, make really what, what good genre music. Uh, is that? I don't know, like um, more contemporary, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, verging on some of it pop, maybe, but not exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So anyway, so moving forward, probably earliest music influences. I started getting into like I was into a bit of everything, probably just. I didn't get into music till later, like 14, 15, 16, 16 big time, but 14, 15 is probably oh, where it's sort of... take us to that point then, bro. Like, which was like you... punk, punk yeah, and stuff yeah, like that yeah, at like yeah. 14, 13. Yeah. Um, Can we go down the first segue here? Because <laughs> of many, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. But I, I feel like the reason maybe you didn't go into music is because, as you, you mentioned to us before the show, that you were a, like a fairly serious soccer prospect. Um, was that did that have something to yeah, do well, with it? Yeah, well, even or? that I didn't start at a at a super young age. Like I wish okay. I'd started at six. I started uh, at eleven, right. and my my dream was to like play for Australia or something like that. Yeah, right. And then, um, yeah, unfortunately, 16, 16, 17, knee injury. Okay. And then also, you know, started partying and yeah, right, all that sort of stuff. So <clears throat> my journey down that road. Deviated. Deviated mm. at 16, yeah. Got it. Uh, 16th okay. birthday, pretty much. My mum's my memory of that is me saying, I can do what I want now. And, <laughs> and you did. It's kind of how it went. Yeah. 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 All right. Thanks, okay. babe. Sorry, man. <laughs> Back to 14, bro. <laughs> 14, music. That's where we were at. So, like, yeah. you're, you're listening to punk. So, right? first, part, first gig I went to was... Um, was MXPX. Yeah, right. Far and that around. was at Manly PCYC. Yeah. Um, so I was heavily into them and uh, that was a good time, you know. That, and then after that, transitioned into hip-hop and it's kind of never really So this is where that. I wanted to touch on very quickly. First experience with hip-hop. Do you remember a particular song or an album that um, you, like just hit you like a ton of bricks? Man, I mean, a lot of... Um, so considering the influence I have now and the type of music and the, that I do and whatnot, uh, it wasn't the case of like East Coast influence. It was more West Coast influence. Okay. Um, so growing up on Park and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. You know, NWA and whatnot. Um, Bone Thugs, massive Bone Thugs. Yeah, the first yeah, gig I went sure. to, yeah, that's a story in itself. That whole mm. night is a story in itself of 
Um, yeah, the two two girls not turning up that I had tickets for, given to these two dudes from Mount Druitt. Um, <laughs> I see them on the train afterwards. It's, anyway, it was a hectic night. And the next minute, I've got like a three dollars $4,000 bike. Yeah. Uh, and I'm riding it along the station at Penrith. And next minute, cops come and they take the bike. <laughs> so, Bro, it's uh, funny you say that. First couple of our, um, CDs that I owned, in fact... Um, Probably cassette tape, bro, would yeah. have been all eyes on me. Yeah. And um, 1999. The... It's 99. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Interesting, bro. That's awesome. So so it evolves from punk to hip hop. Pretty, right? mu- pretty much, yeah. Now, and I guess rock, rock and, and metal and that were in there too. There's going to be so punk. much. This yeah. is going to be, this 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 episode is going <clears> to read <throat> like a, an artsy Hollywood movie. We're going backwards and forwards. Oh, we are. We, rock, that, yeah, Tarantino <laughs> in so, the building. Yeah, bro, this is it. So like, just to, to, to I guess, keep it in the timeline that we need to keep it in for now, <laughs> where does where does the connection come into it between listening to hip hop and having a, an appreciation for the West Coast stuff and then moving on to something sparks your interest to go, yeah, I could I could do this myself. Mm-hmm. Like I, I love this craft and I'm gonna give it give it a crack. What does that look like for you then? Sixteen. Sixteen. So sixteen I was at a like a youth camp and um there was like a battle of the bands. And um, the group I was with, they like, they all knew I was into hip hop and that. So they said, "Why don't you write a rap?" So it was the first rap I wrote. It was pretty um, corny, and I had this like put on <laughs> Dr. Dre are, sounded yeah, type yeah, voice. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> and um, no frame of context or reference for anything else, right? It's just <laughs> what you've been listening. Yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So we did that. I can't remember how we went. We went all right, I think. And then, um, yeah, that was that. So going from that cringeworthy hearing yourself played back on tape and stuff like that to, you know, being a staple in the scene and whatnot is a, it's quite a journey. Even like, I think 17, I was at, um, like one of the, you know, one of the best studios in Sydney. Yeah. Right. Far out. And, and I sucked, bro. Yeah. Right. I sucked. And that's why I always tell people as well. It's like, you can never judge where someone's at as to where they're going to be if you put in work or whatever you committed. Like, so back then I, 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 I sucked and I was like the dude in the background. I was, you know, sort of whatever, but I knew and I believed that it was like, that I was meant to do it. And mm. I knew that it was like my calling, so to speak or whatever. Yeah. Okay. And so, and who knew where it would take me from that, but I was in this studio and I, um, I didn't even get the lyrics out, bro. Like, I couldn't get them out, whether it was like, I just couldn't deliver it right, nervousness, whatever, but... Mm. Um, it's a lot of responsibility to be given that early on, right? Like had you video. recorded several times before? Nah, nah, yeah, see, no, so no. That's, that, that's a big step yeah, up. Yeah, lots of those yeah. things, but but also I'm just saying, like, I just couldn't... So it's like I, I just wasn't there yet, full circle. I was on someone's album recently and went to that same studio for the album launch, mm. and I was like... It's just funny how things yeah come back like that. Definitely, definitely. I mean, now flashing forward, listening mm. to you know um, part of your body of the work that you've put out into the world, um, there are very consistent themes that have been coming up in your music, and that like from the story you've spoken about so far, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. You know. 
I can't help but hear the, the, the undertones of faith, the undertones of um, social injustice and equality stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there's this um, sense of uh, almost remorse in, in your sounds, mm. that, you know, in the songwriting and, and, and the advocacy part of that as yeah. well. And, and so, like, my question is just why? Like, why, why, why is this relating directly to your personal journey? Like, is have you crafted, you know, your music to, to touch on those things? Or are you one of those writers that write emotionally and, and sort of once pen hits paper, just tune you know that there is certain topics you're going to just receive and it just so happens to come back to those. I'm asking big, long questions again with 50 right. yeah. Yeah. Sorry, bro, go on. No, but that's, that, yeah, I'll, I'll just... <laughs> His I'll, answer is like, yes. Yeah, just let it, let it, let it, let it pour out. Like, and that's normally the case. Like I was having a bit of trouble lately, uh, recently with writing and then, um, and then I was sitting there one day and I was you know feeling sorry for myself having a moment and it was through that that it unleashed again all this writing and I just started writing verse after verse after verse mm. so my my writing a lot of the times is very activated by yeah and in, in uh it's a lot of it's looking back and also reflecting sure um yeah, I, I talk a lot about issues that I may have faced and things like that. Um, not just as therapy for myself, but also hoping that that um, helps. You know, that my story not being in vain, that it helps someone. Mm. That's what I always say: is that you know, your story's never in vain if you can help someone else through through the telling of your story definitely, or whatever. Definitely, you know? bro. We're big advocates for that mm. stuff. Absolutely, like like we the the, the entire premise of this. Um, season of the show has been built on the shoulders of everybody's yeah. got a really important story if you just give them the time sure. to tell it. And so, like, we're definitely hearing that, yeah. brother. So I don't try. I don't try to do mm. whatever. I just let, like, I just so, let it go. So normally to the point that if you try to fight it, you get writer's block. Is um, that kind of... Well, writer's block is not something that I would necessarily deal with because of being able to, like being of a certain caliber freestyling yeah um, yeah there's always something yeah writer's block may come when i'm trying to write a spe specific topic, topic. and yeah. i might be blocked on that sure. or i'm having trouble with that sticking to the topic and that you sure, know sure. trying to venture <laughs> off here and there yeah. you know in that okay. verse but okay. um yeah, but a lot of it's yeah a lot of it is 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 out of pain and Bro, and, and this is, things. I'm not going to presume anything, right? Yeah. So, like, some of the, you were talking about some of the um, stuff that you've had to go through socially, right? Mm. And so, like, can you rattle some of that shit off? Like, what are some of those? And, I mean, not specifically. You don't have to get too specific with it. But, like, I mean, I know some of this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. like, I mean, is it fair to say, I guess I could rephrase my question, is it fair to say to a degree that um, you haven't been treated very fairly in certain circumstances? And is there anything you want to add to that? Maybe that's the better way for me to ask that question. Uh, yeah, probably at times, yeah. In, in the past, there's been those moments, and I guess a lot of stuff has probably um, spawned out of that or been created from, you know, mm. from those types of things. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess, look, I've had my own experiences. And, and so when I listen to your music, I'm going to say it this way. When I listen to your music, it makes me think about my own interactions with authority. 
All right, that's what I'm going to say. I love authority. You can just nod if you agree, okay? <laughs> <laughs> kick, your, kick your leg. That's right. But no, no, no. Like, like what, I'm, what I guess, like, so there, there, are, there are two sides to this next statement, right? The first one is that I love your music. I really do. And I mean but, that. That's not inflating your ego because I typically don't do that. But the second side is I understand your music. And like when I, you know, and so like when you're talking about some of the things that you talk about in your music, like it reignites a bit of a, a, a hate actually, you know what <laughs> I mean? It reignites an old wound for me. And so like, that's, look, man, take that as a compliment. Because I, I, I do. Uh, and I, and yeah, I've never yeah, heard, yeah. I've never heard. Bro, I can tell you right now, way. because like you can't, you, you, the best way I can describe this for somebody who may have grown up on, let's argue the gray areas of, of, you know, operating within the confines of the law due to circumstances, mm -hmm. right? That's how I'll explain it. Um, there is a certain hatred that, that you have for systems. Now we know the ODD and all that shit plays off of that, right? We get that. Listen you down with word. ODD? Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's right, right? Naughty by nature, absolutely. Uh, very appropriate. Um, so, like, there is, you, 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 there's almost like this victimization. Now, part of it as a young man, part of it is, I guess, you don't come to realize that you are playing a role in that mm. and that not all of that victimization is uh, without reason. Mm. But there is a definite part of it that comes unjustly. Mm. And, and it, it, you feel so powerless as a young man um, to, to control the environment when you are being victimized by people who are in those positions of authority of yeah. that you just you 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 push it right down now this is my own experience i'm not speaking for you but like when i listen to that it makes me remember that and so it almost motivates and drives me harder in the field of work that i'm in mm. to make sure that other young people might not be kind of experiencing those same things or you know what i mean so like that's really powerful bro your your message is really powerful Thanks, man. All right, in, uh, ego inflation uh, over. <laughs> and, and back to back to that stuff. I'll touch on some of the things you asked me as well because mm -hmm. I just got all these. I'm trying to think I've, of I've all, triggered the, you. Yeah, all the different ways I want to which go, but you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you can only say so much. Um, when you said, "What's that one thing that I, I'd say identity?" Right. Yeah. So bro, for me, that's about. Tell us about this. So that's something I've battled with all my life: is people telling me who I am, mm. and I'm st and still. I'm a grown, grown ass man. I'm still dealing with people mm. telling me who I am or who I'm not, and they don't know me. Yeah, yeah you know. Yeah, for real. And it's and it's an interesting thing to battle with, man. I mean, it's like, um, even like culturally, you know, like, um, you know. So I, I'm First Nations, yeah, yeah, as yeah. you guys know, um, and then I grew up closely with my like, uh, with my grandmother, my mum's mum. Yes. Um. I may have been her favourite. Um, she, she, <laughs> until, until probably 16, she thought I could do no wrong. Was, sure, oh, I was sure, a nice sure, boy. Sure. 16. Fell off the cart a bit. Yeah, mm -hmm. fell off the nice boy cart. <laughs> and um, and then realised that maybe he wasn't, you know, sure. perfect. We all but, um, it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for real. Most, some of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, anyway, um, so, yeah, and my pop, and my pop used to pick me up from school and that, so Nan's uh, from Athens, so uh, she's Greek and pop's from Ukraine with a Russian mother and a Polish father. Yeah, right. Uh, and then my father, um, biological father, is Aboriginal, so Gamilaroi, um is my mob. Yeah, right. And, um, and so 
I had that taken away from me, like my that culture. Like I grew up close to like the the you know the woggy side and stuff like that. Sure. But my my Aboriginal culture was held from me. Yeah. Right. You know, not maliciously. Sure, sure, sure. But it was held from me, and that has an effect. And that, and then we see that we see that type of stuff const- constantly, like especially with me working out in Mount Druid. You know, you see so much displacement, and you see a lot of issues stem from identity. Yeah, Either fatherless, yeah, yeah. fatherlessness yeah. or identity yeah, or both. Yeah, or, or not having a strong identity due to fatherlessness as well. So, so do, you, do you care to share like very briefly what you do then or do you don't want to discuss that here? No, no, we can. So what do you do for a crust then, bro? How would you well, describe it? Well. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, man. Well, what I've done is, 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 is a, lot of, a lot of stuff. But what I do now, so for the most part, I teach um, Aboriginal culture normally through hip-hop and art um, in schools. so That's fantastic, bro. That is like, talk about worthy causes, right? Like, like yeah, as far cool. as empowering young yeah. people and stuff like that, that's brilliant. Well yeah, done. and right it's on. an interesting thing too because, you know, I never, like, things just went that way. Like, even like, like I learned nothing in school about my culture and stuff like that. I learned mm-hmm. nothing. Everything I've learned has been since school and outside of school to do with culture. And I had to search for that stuff. Mm. You know, I was blessed that I had people in my life that helped with that route and stuff like that and st- that are still in my life that I, that have supported that way, you know? Yeah. Shout out to even, even this crew, you know, Monkey Monk, who, um, on Koori Radio, he'd, all, he'd all, back in the day, he'd play my music, you know? And, yeah, yeah, And then yeah. eventually I would come into on the show and I was like co-hosting the show for a while with him and stuff like yes. that, you know? Mm. That's um, awesome. So yeah, some some cool things have happened through through that sort of stuff. It's 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 look, this is all painting a much larger picture, but before we get to that point, it's time to go backwards again. Right? Dude, I was reading an interview that you did. <laughs> He's laughing because he knows what I'm about to ask him. Uh, so I was reading this interview, which I thought was very well done, by the way, to the mm. to the journalist that was interviewing yeah. you. But um I I stopped dead when I got to about maybe I think it was like the fifth paragraph in. It was pretty early in the, in the, in this. Um... Boring, yeah. <laughs> bro. Paranormal. <laughs> I don't I don't have an uh, an effective way to bring this up other than to say that you grew up in a house that was actively, it was active in the paranormal sense. Can, please, please, <laughs> please, bro. Yeah, for Tell sure. Tell us the story if you can, like, and, 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 you know, without re-traumatizing yourself, but think of me too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, bro, what was the deal? Like, I, I, I didn't go too far into it in that always, story. Always joke, always laugh when um, when I think of this because, it, so we lived there for three years, man. That's a long time. Yeah, for and, real. And, 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 and I asked my mum, between, say, uh, two and five, yeah, thereabouts. Very young, oh, very young yeah. 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 Suburb? Uh, Penrith. Okay. Yeah, okay. Street, Out in the Street, Smith Street. Right. Okay. <laughs> Number? <laughs> 225. <laughs> Just, um, okay, write that down for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, like, it's abandoned <laughs> for sure. I, I, may, I may have not, I may have stood across from it years back, like many, many years ago, yeah. on possibly something and seen it doing some weird stuff, but... That's a different story. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> anyway. Great, um, tell us. Give us so, a lead up. What, so you're living there. Yeah, and I had my own room. Um, and majority of the stuff that would happen in the house happened around around my room. Um, Ooh, my mum. Yeah. 
So my mum, uh, when I asked her like when uh, this stuff, like how often would this stuff happen? She's like every day. So my my nan and pop used to live like not not too far, and he picked me up from school sometimes. And mum would do whatever to get out of the house during certain times, like just to get away from the house, you know. And oh, she'd have the, all sorts of things. Was it like an active hour sort of thing? Like mm, no, no, it was no, just sporadic. Yeah. So the thing is, so the thing that had me thinking many years ago was like, man, if I've got a few memories that I actually remember, which I do, but then. How much of my subconscious? How much mm. of it is trapped there? Yeah, 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 for mm. real. Had me, had me interested in wanting Bro, to find out, but mm. I don't know. I don't. I, part of me wants to, and part of me doesn't. Bro, we know a really good hypnotherapist. Cool. If if you ever yeah. want to pursue that, bro, I, for I was, real, I was. Let us know because one of the one of the uh, one of our friends, a guest of the show, um, yeah, actually excellent. did hypnotherapy on both of us and, and did a past it. life regression on us, which was successful. Really? So she like, um, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, Axel's the real deal. Uh, yeah. If you want to pursue it, bro, let us know because I want to know too. Tell us what you do remember. Oh, yeah. So anyway, um, so stuff would happen, um, and even my mum at first when she she had things happen, she told you know her dad, and he was like you tripping, and then he started seeing things. Yeah, so, as well. so he got to experience Yeah, he experienced these. it too. But anyway, um, so they'd see things, you know, walking down the hall, all sorts of stuff. Mum walked past my bedroom and then. You know, my toys would be, she hear my toys being played with and stuff like that. And yeah. I'd be lying there asleep. Um, Just Things moving around the room. Shit. Yeah, even she'd have friends over and there'd be a knock at the front door and they're like, you're going to get that? And she's like... Nah, that's just this thing that happens. <laughs> and when I think about it, I think of like, remember Eddie Murphy? Is it Raw or Delirious? Where he's talking about um, something in the house. It's like, um, go down. Yeah. And then and white people be like, what's that peculiar sound? <laughs> um, oh, yeah, right. so anyway, um, yeah. So first memory, first memory that I can pinpoint i think we had friends over or, or something and i'd come out of the room no idea what time whatever late at night whatever and i was saturated you know sweat pissed the bed oh you pissed the bed yeah right. and i what, what I, from memory so imagine you know two year old kid whatever i'd seen bert and ernie vividly like on the wall um ernie stabbed the the crap out of um bert, bert. like very <laughs> vividly what you had on my room. you had puppets no it was it, it was, was happening on the wall or was, on the wall yeah Jesus Christ. um so hearing my name at night and all that sort of stuff and stuff moving around was all normal but yeah it, it had a big big effect on um Dude, on, so... on my upbringing and um and yeah direction uh, to this day i mean it's so interesting you say that bro i, I want to share something with you that i've never shared on this show before in fact I, I think I may have shared it with you, Pabs, like yeah. personally. I'm, I can't remember. Yeah. As a young fellow around that exact same age, um, I would have visions at night as well. And, and I like terrible, terrible visions. Mm. And, and to the point where, you know, my, my, my parents still remember me calling out because I was actually paralyzed with mm. fear. Um, at some of the visions that I would see. And it was explained away at the time as me having... Um, night terrors or something. Uh, night terrors and mm. this ADHD shit. Mm -hmm. um, and, and like, bro, I can... Sw it, it wasn't that. Yeah. And I don't know how to explain it to somebody who yeah. hasn't been through it other than, like, it just wasn't that. It yeah, wasn't, and I mean, you and, and to some degree you can't. 
No, well, you, you know, and, and, and nor do you want to. You right? can, like, no, but you, you can explain it as well as you can. Yeah, but and here's the point: what we were talking about earlier. It's yeah. either you believe me, or you, don't. Or you think I'm crazy. Yeah, 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 yeah There's yeah, no yeah, two ways real. about it. You know, oh, cool story, bro, that, cool story, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and but, and then it's led me like, I got, I got, I got a few like lots of stories on that. And just to just to, like even I remember being at this um this girl's house and me and my mate were there. We were just hanging out. And I remember just looking upstairs. I was just staring upstairs at the into the bathroom. Mm. The door was open. I couldn't see something, but I could. It's like I could see something, but I couldn't see it. It's like I could Shut feel up. it. Uh, it was weird. Yeah. And right. she goes, "Oh, well, you see a ghost or something?" I said, "Well," and then next minute the door starts banging, bang, 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 bang. Yeah, right. You Holy know? shit. Upstairs, no one up there. Um, mm. you know, I had I had ones. Um, I had one at a mate's house. Um. He was a dealer at the time, and um, I'm pretty sure he just scared the shit out of everyone with that clap. This <laughs> 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 is like in the so, middle of a sudden. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Half of our audience have yeah, passed out. <laughs> Thank you. Give, give him a second. Yeah. second. <laughs> Regain consciousness. Are you okay now? <laughs> is yeah. that better? Yeah, a bit of peaceful music. Oh, yeah, no. go on, sorry. And, you were and through the, the square window. Yes, yeah. the looking glass. <laughs> Here we go. Um... You were at a mate's house. Yeah, and I was in the garage, and um, this was a this was an interesting one. It was like, oh, they're all they're all interesting. But um, <laughs> I was in the garage, and I remember him. Um, he was talking to our uh, my mate was there talking to our other mate in his garage, and the AFL footy show was on, and the dude on the AFL footy show was sort of like taking the Mickey out of um, this dude Tim. Uh, I forget his last name anyway, but he's a he's a uh, a known Christian um, NFL player, right? Mm. And um, and he was just saying, oh, I'd like to thank my personal Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, and that. And they were sort of like, oh, you should be thanking your left tackle and this and that, and they were making jokes. So my mate starts having a conversation with our other mate, and he's like, what do you think about the spiritual? And I'm just watching him from a distance, and I'm like, yeah. And no matter how much you've seen a witness, I was like, yeah, I'd like to see the spiritual, even though, you know, I've had many many situations yeah you're just chipping in yeah like mm. chipping in well i was just point. watching them they, and, and then um and then he goes oh what do you think about jesus and then they start talking and then next minute the only way i can explain it is a trip out it's like the garage door it's like a portal or something and i see it and I, it comes past whatever it is the tv goes weird goes up and left my left shoulder and it goes you want to see it don't you i said yeah so it was a personal it was experience in my ear and i was like do you he goes you want to see it I said, yeah. And then I went, nah, some, maybe there's some things we're not meant to see. Mm. And then I said, you want to see it? It's good. And I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. Holy shit. Yeah. Anyway, and then um, I got up and I was trying to explain to them real quick. Next minute, it grabs me again. I couldn't move. I was on the couch. And um, and it's going, I could take you at any moment. I could take you right now. And um, I got out the garage. As I go to get out the garage, I grabbed my mate's arm like with this intense like anger or fear and anger, but Fear because fear because what's happening, but anger because sure, sure, sure. I don't want to be scared. I've grown up with this stuff. I don't want to be affected by that fear anymore, you know. And I get out the garage and I'm like, and then I start like praying at the garage. Next minute, the mate in the garage he breaks down crying to my mate and says, "Yeah, there's this thing in the garage. It's always telling me that I should kill myself and that I'm not good Holy enough." Holy shit! And, and, and I'm like, wow. Jesus. You know. Wow. Well, that didn't go aside. 
planned, but I'm thankful, <laughs> right? I could hear some noises outside. Uh, yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah. if our listeners <laughs> could, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm freaking out a little bit. <laughs> Bro, that is, that's, that's, um, that's intense. So thank you for sharing, bro. Like that, so, hold on. Wait, I, do you, do you, do you <laughs> think? Go. Do you think that you have a uh, an openness to this stuff, like like a sixth because sense? Because for a, no, 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 not a sixth sense, like, a, like a, a, a magnetism. For example, right, this guy lives in that garage, and so maybe the, that spirit's got some time to work with him, get in there. You, you're a visitor. You're a visitor. At that point, and it's sitting on your fucking shoulder. Yeah. Like, have you thought about that? Um, look, uh, I, 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 sometimes I think maybe it might be a connection to culture as well and stuff like that. Yeah. Like even even living in that house, I was the only one in the house that was Aboriginal. Yeah. Yeah, you I know? mean, a, a connection, um, yeah, definitely. But, but why some people, yeah. like, you know, some people, some of the listeners, you, you, like, never ever had an experience in your life so you you know you've got no reason to believe that it's true that it's real or legit yeah. or whatever why it happens to some people <clears throat> and and not others I, I don't i don't know um we sat and had a conversation with prim um last week about yeah. um you know some people being more um i guess susceptible to certain things and, yeah. and there's no reason to believe that the spiritual realm yeah, for sure. like some people are, are just have a direct line or they they describe it the professionals describe that that other world the paranormal world as being just behind a very thin veil for some people yeah. alcohol and drugs will actually make that veil much yeah. thinner yes. and for some people they're just naturally able to traverse between the two well, it's or most places i go like if there's something there I'll, you can I'll, pick up I'll feel can it. i remember feel i was moving into this house with some friends um they were already living there and the, the night i'd already made my decision to move in but she she goes i just gotta tell you is there's cause she knew my history and that and it's not exactly like if there's something in in a particular residence then like, I'm not going to purposely want to move in there. Sure, I sure, know sure, what sure, it's sure. like to deal with yeah, that yeah, stuff. Yeah, you're not going to throw yourself <laughs> yeah, into it. But yeah. I'd already made the decision. She goes, um, there's something here. And I was watching, and, and she said that I was watching the door go cricket, cricket, cricket. And I said, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I said, no, there is. And the first day I moved in, I felt it. And it, it like came from the lounge room and that. And I had audible hearing my name from the lounge room there and that. And it was just me and dogs. Unless the dogs were talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Clairvoyancy. To a degree. Well, no, I want to, like, your heritage, your your, your blood, right? Mm. Um, I think that, uh, like, Lunchy and I often say that, um, you know, the Maori people, because Lunchy knows a lot of Maoris, mm. you know? Maori. Maori. All right. Sorry, bro. Probably going to get bashed. <laughs> no, no, not we. <laughs> Maori. All right. So the, 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 they have, like, they've all got stories, bro. Mm. They've all had some experience. The, the you know? lot of the, yeah. And, and, and it is a cultural thing, bro. But can I, can I just throw in our observations yep. as well? One thing that you and I have discovered on this show through everything we've done, not just with guests, but you know, when we're out adventuring and whatever, is that the reality that we make is true for us as well. And how does sure. that tie in? Because if if you, A, believe that there is something else beyond this earthly realm, right, and B, do believe that, you know, the experiences you, you're having, you're more susceptible to from now and the chances that that mm-hmm. will increase is is 
infinitely bigger than the person who goes, no, I don't believe in it. Yeah, sure. It's like science, right? Yeah. Well, like, I think Western, the other thing is, is that Western society, Western culture yes, is not about that. Yeah. That's right. Preach. It's, about, it's, it's not about, about that. Science. You can go, Preach, you, brother. You can, go no, places, you can go places in India, and I'm not mm. saying what energy there, whether it's good or, or bad, whatever, that's a, that's a whole different other discussion, but you can go places where you'll see people levitating yeah, for and real, things bro. like that, you know what I mean? Like, you know, there's a lot of things that people think is like kooky talk or whatever, but it's like, there are real things in this world that some people just don't know about because you've never been taught, you've never seen it, um, never experienced it. Bro. But there is a lot more. There, I mean, there's so much we all don't know about, all of oh, us. Bro, 100%. But some of us are privy to that stuff. And it's like even just, um, you know, being passionate about uh, certain things that are in a certain point in time as we are right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, comes from certain experiences that you that you may have had that lead you to to think about things quite differently you know oh, I mean? bro, 100%. like I said that that early childhood stuff had me has me had me looking at, at so many other different things and when I and when you start seeing all these other different things you start to realize what things are possible what things are capable what 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 is out there you know like bro and we 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 here i can speak on behalf of both of us do believe mm. in in um the possibility of there being much much more than we'll ever understand and and i am totally for one open to the the entire paranormal side of stuff because i for one have seen too many things that i can't explain and I don't care to, like I'm not trying to, I would love an explanation in, in a sense, but if that explanation means learning something that I never thought would be possible, I'm open to that completely. See, the thing the thing with me is, and, and maybe like the, the, this is a whole different line of thinking, is that um, I, I'm just not ignorant enough to, you know, fully write it off. You as, can't. You know we what can't I mean? write it off. And mm. and I think that there there are a lot of people that, just like because it's never happened to me, it doesn't exist. Racism doesn't exist, <laughs> <laughs> bro. But, but not. It's funny you say that because one thing that really got us thinking, I guess, around that thought of like creating your own reality is um, ties back into your culture with the the um, the muck. Well, the Maori call it a muktau, and I guess the the pointing the bone. Yeah, um, you're talking about perfectly. Uh, up until that point, perfectly healthy people who, after this, um, for lack of a better word, ceremony, uh, ceremony yeah. die, keel over and die. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, it, it, at first glance, that is a medical impossibility that that would happen, mm. right? Yeah. But this thing is, is I guess, you know, it's it's accepted for what is is the is power, being told the power, know, the power of, of these yeah that's right the power of well, belief culturally culturally like if i talk about any of this stuff with anybody else that's of the same culture there's no question there as no. to whether it's real or not no 100 the the the, 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 the question the is questions, how badly did it get it yeah or, <laughs> or the questions might be around what what exactly is the belief system or whatever yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. i mean yeah. but as like, to whether the spiritual fine. is real or not it's yeah, it's, it's not, it's a, not question. a question. Yeah, you know real, what I mean. So it's interesting real. that in yeah. the world we live in, it that it's even a question. 
bro. It shouldn't be. hundred percent. It shouldn't be. And I know some people don't like to hear that, but it shouldn't be. No, it is what it is, bro. You and know? I think that that's something that people need to come to terms with individually, you know, and you, it's one of those cases of lead a horse to water. Well, can't make them drink. But that's the, but, but that again this. is society blocking of course, a, uh, a very important know, part of, we, we know of, of, of life as a human being. Bro, and I know? think, I, I feel like our listeners can completely identify with the points you Can I ask you a question? Have you ever seen, have you ever watched a YouTube video where you're convinced that it's paranormal activity? Because there's a ton of them out there. Bro, it's, it, for me, even watching, watching videos is what I feel. Mm. You can watch something yeah, and there's you... nothing and then you watch something. Um, two, two videos that I watched and these weren't necessarily paranormal but two videos that were from the dark web or the deep web that were shown on youtube that i watched and they lingered in my mind for weeks these two mm. videos in particular and um and the thing is is that nothing happened in the video as in nothing nothing happened for it to be a, a triggering thing or whatever but, but you it felt the, it yeah wow yeah was it the person's reaction no. was it nothing that's no, it was just how it's, I felt watching it. Bro, I, I hate it. There was so nothing weird. to watch. There was nothing happening. That's so weird. Can like, you explain the video to us? Was it like just looking at a room or something or someone walking around? What? Um, It's this video of like this guy. He, he looks like he's eating, it looks like cereal or oatmeal or something like that, yeah. I, I think. And he's at a table and then these two characters come in from the oh, back door. I've seen, I've seen that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah there is the, something very eerie. Something very eerie about that. was that one video. of them. Yes. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, some videos. Uh, yeah. And it's the same with like, uh, same with horror movies, bro. Like, yes. I, 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 I like them as in you know, it's that feeling. That's what. Yeah. That's why people like them. You know, yeah. the feeling they like that feeling. Get a little of being, bit of a rush. Yeah, a rush yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I won't watch that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah for at home. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly the same. Because for me, yeah. it um, yeah. opens the door, it, so to speak. Mm. Interesting, yeah. isn't it? That is interesting. Which talks more about the point of the power of belief and that sort of thing. I hate to bring us back to the topic, right? Because I'm having a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. This. <laughs> but I have to. Oh, right? let me just tell you one more story. Please, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Connected right, to, right, right. if I can do. remember. Um, oh, so connected back to when I was a child with that house. Um, years later, many years ago, and many years after that, oh, I ended up seeing a. This, he was like a counselor. He was a, he was a prayer counselor. Okay, so he's a Christian guy who, and he he whether you believe him or not, is he there, reckons is the he was, role like a like a, a general counselor. So he's a counselor, but he you. also prays with, with right, with, right, with right, you. right. Counselor with faith. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, and he had um, you know whether whether you believe it or not, he he had he was African, so he he believed. Well, you know, he'd said he'd seen people raised from the dead and stuff like that. No, yeah. you either believe it wow. or don't. He wasn't the type of dude oh, to just... Bro, you're just say, opening more doors. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Go on. Um, but he wasn't... He's not the type to just say anything, to say something, right? Sure. And the one way that I'd always felt in my life was like... You know, and I put this... I'll go uh, two ways and we can move on from this one. But two ways about it. One, I always felt like every moment that I went too far down the wrong way in my life, it's almost like a, a crook was put out and pulled me back in, like, you know, like a shepherd or something. Yeah, right. Um, only way to explain it, like last minute before the point of no return, mm, yeah. something has happened to, to, to just stop it. I don't really... Well, you, divulge you, those situations, sure. but some pretty hectic ones. Well, like, I'll tell you after. Some people call it guardian angel. Yeah, something yeah, maybe something like that. I mean, I, I personally put it down to I had a my nan and my my aunties and my mother were all women of faith, and they all 
you know, they knew I was, you know, troublesome and whatnot and up, up to no good at times. Mm. So they were always praying and, and and had always been praying. And I personally put down the reason why I, I you know, didn't go that too far each time is due to that, I, I believe. And then the other is that, um, so with this prayer, prayer counselor, he said, um, oh, the other, I, I always felt like, like there was something trying to sab sabotage, like all the time, like in my life, um, you know, and some of that might be my own personal history and challenges and whatnot, sure, but sure. I always felt like spiritually, like there was something, yeah, you know, right. like, and I'm not saying I'm the special guy or something like that, but I, I felt like there was something like trying to get at me, right? And then, um, well, if that's true, and I'll, I'll, I'll just pause you right there. Yeah. If that's true, then it's equally as believable that there was something there saving you. Yeah, yeah, now, exactly. Yeah. Sorry, go on. I so just anyway, to wrap to wrap that up, um, so this prayer counselor guy, he ends up saying, he goes, "I've seen a vision." He goes, "I seen a vision." He goes, "I saw a vision of you." Had those? He said, "Those things in that house had big plans for you," mm. and he said, uh, "I had a vision of you as." Just a very, uh, very powerful man in Western Sydney, for complete evil. Mm. He goes, mm. I saw a vision of you, and that's what you would have been if they'd got their way. But he said, um, they didn't get their way, and you, you, God's brought you further than you think. Wow. And and, um, and I was like, and it resonated what he said, you know. And I, you know, at the end of the day, I either choose to believe it or don't. But it resonated with me and how I felt, as in, you know, how how my life. How things would always go, because well, you know, I, I, I like. While we're still on that that subject, I had a belief. I had my own belief since the age of seven. Yeah. So seven years old, I come into the kitchen and I start asking my mum all these questions about faith and about God and Jesus and whatnot. And that's when I made my own dude. That is a perfect choice. Perfect segue. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, I, I read your yeah, mind. Nice. <laughs> take you. Uh, you tell you tell stories very very well, right? That was really entertaining in the sense that uh, you've just got a natural knack for being able to deliver a story. That's fantastic, and just making things up. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, bro. Never. I, 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 I would. I'd never claim that, bro. No, no. Of course I, 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 I personally believe, and yeah, that, yeah. as simple as that. But talking about the impact that your early experiences have had on other foundations in your life mm -hmm. how did your let's just call it the haunted house yeah. all right how did the haunted house shape your relationship personally with your religion was there was was there you know because you that's extreme bro what you just said is extreme right mm -hmm. that is an extreme circumstance that mm -hmm. you know if people are lucky they'll never experience okay you've experienced yeah, something nice. um completely paranormal bizarre and and you and, could have been a kingpin though you know just saying <laughs> yeah, this, right. <laughs> what life am i living <laughs> i don't know what he's doing mate. Yeah. Right? he's trying to fuck yeah. our guests he's, up, he's <laughs> been trying to pass me the substances yeah. under the yeah. table yeah, right. There's move, this for, me. move this for me it started it started with prim eh? right and now it's, yeah all right perhaps inciting um <laughs> so by the way i feel naked i feel naked today i i, I just I, shave yeah well uh, Manscaping I don't know why. extreme, right? Yeah, because I had a beard for ages, and then 
And then I went back to the well, old, bro, the old days. Yeah. I, I, I shaved mine off just because I got sick of talking about fucking manscaping with this guy. <laughs> right? Like I got rid of it and we're still, we're back here. Yeah, great. yeah. I just uh, <laughs> yeah. At least I Damn you, Prim. Damn you. <laughs> um, dude, so like, uh, I guess the question is, like, is there some part of your faith and, and your religious beliefs that were formed during those times of um, desperation and, and a need for explanation? Well, I already had that belief already had that Yeah, well, I was going to say, belief. it sounded like you had a, yeah. a series of strong women, particularly in your life, yeah. that, that um, might have been able to, to sort of give you an insight into to that that uh, religious foundation. But, like, what did it mean for you? I can only imagine, as a young man, having an, a, an ability to fall back on a faith in this scary situation mm. would have been very, very helpful for you. Is that true, or am I talking out the top of my fucking hat? Yes, or? no, yes and no. Right. Um, like, the fear was crazy, bro. I imagine. The fear was crazy, and, yeah. and it led to years later being affected. Like, of course. I can talk about it now, but, like, like I ended up wetting the bed till I was 14, bro. Yeah. So, mm. that, and then that uh, affects your, you know, social thing, like... Going over and staying over friends' sleepovers. houses, yeah, sleepovers, yeah, doesn't um, yeah, yeah, school ho- school camps, and all this sort of stuff. So in many ways, it made life hell. Yeah, yeah. For for me, it made things hard. And Dude, um, and then fourteen, that I sort of like. If you if you want another segue, but fourteen is where that drops and that's cured or whatever. Um. And then uh, 14's where I find out that another epic. Yeah, yeah. Another stage of your life. That, yep. Blindsides you. Mm. Mm. It's, it's such an interesting journey, dude. Like, I'm having trouble now. Like, we've got... I, I, I feel compelled because I'm equally as interested in your music and your career and the things that you've carved out for yourself. But the problem is now you've got me... Here and here, you know, like, <laughs> where do is, I go? Like, this is what, part what one of a ten, <laughs> ten, ten, ten part doctor. I'll tell you what, why don't we bench that for now? Yeah, okay? can we jump back onto the rail just so? Well, we yeah, can... so, so, but, but I want to go All right, like go, really oh. far off the rail. Oh, here we now. go. Which All way right. are we going? Oh, so, you know what, dude? I'm having <laughs> visions of another episode, not not one of our musician episodes, but having Izzy back with with another More of that. well with another guest. Yeah, um, that we've been trying to get on for the Campfire Tales episode. Oh yeah, that because would be interesting. On this week's episode, <laughs> telekinesis. Oh, bro, you've got no idea, right? You're just playing to my weakness yeah. right now. Conspiracies, though. Oh, we, uh, right? conspiracies. Uh, because yeah. um, look, we 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 love a good conspiracy. We we, yeah, we, we, conspiracy. we are we are fans of the conspiracy. Okay. Yes. Um, uh, but to to a, I guess to a large extent, we allow ourselves to operate in 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 the world without thinking too much about that you know, interaction like 5G or something or whatever, right? Mm. Uh, whatever it is, you know. Um, but, um, yeah, you you, you have a, a bit of a history of posting about this stuff. And you are you are a uh, polarising character on the socials. We'll put it that way, right? Like, you bro, know, it is because even, I was going to say before, uh, and this, this is, and sorry, perhaps, because sure, sure. tr- try and hold that thought. Um, sometimes it's hard to feel like I fit anywhere. Mm. Oh, for real, yeah, yeah. And that's like even like for instance during the pandemic, right? People people see you saying this, so they think you're like that. They think that you think this and you think that. You do this, so you do that. Or you you believe in God, so you're Christian, so you have this. Bro, I'm a 
I'm a I'm a mixed bag of yeah of lollies, yeah. you know, like yeah. like um you have beliefs though. It's fair to say right now you, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, beliefs yeah. that are um viewed at as extreme. Yeah, in today's, clo- in yeah, today's yeah. culture, yeah, right, because anybody who isn't kind of true of traveling along the mainstream right now, we're living in an age where everybody's fucking right, like yeah. everybody knows better, and and you just happen to rub people the wrong way with some of the things that you yeah. you believe in, just about your own personal freedoms, and that that sorry, Pabs, I'm hijacking the no, question. Go for it. Well, um, well, somebody asked me. They said because my last one of my last housemates, me and him, are like opposites with our things like, how do you two live together and I said well I just don't treat people like shit to be yeah, honest and yeah. that's it like you can have your views you can have your opinions it's how you treat people but and you can also have respect yeah, yeah. And, I, and I believe and I, and <laughs> I, and I, and I do believe I mean feel free to comment on my posts but <laughs> <laughs> I do believe that I do that respectfully at least I try to you know yeah. I mean I, I hold a lot back I think what you do, you you hold a spotlight up to things that people don't necessarily want illuminated, and you do that in a respectful way. I agree. Like just yeah. just watching, it's kind of like pass well, me the popcorn. Like, but it's, you know interesting, I mean? it's interesting reading through the comments on some of your posts. It's yeah. like there isn't a lot of hate there for 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 the level of confrontational content that you're pushing. There isn't a lot of kickback. Yeah, you could do worse. Yeah, and I think a lot of that comes down to one how it's worded, how it's said, and also character. Yeah. And how you treat people. Yeah. Because um, I imagine that a lot matters, of matters people, more you've got a good rapport, with, or at least a... Um, yeah, I mean, not, obviously I don't know everyone on the internet. Sure, sure, sure. Um, <laughs> not, not many people could call you an arsehole, though, right? Is, that's no, what you I mean, right? Like, oh, there have been points in my, in my life where people had seen that guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but there wouldn't You're, be many. <laughs> I think the current iteration is like, you know, you on socials now, mm. I think that's where you're going, right? I can't see too many people, um, yeah, considering you just to be this fucking asshole. That, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like and some people do do it like that. But, um, but, yeah, it's just like even, you know, people know that my, where I stand on things and that, whatever. But, like, even the people that, you think or I'm aligned with or the same people and it's like and I see them there waving their blue flags and I I can't stand that. Yeah. I, I that's not my flag. That's not my you know, I've felt not at home in my own country at times due to my own views and thoughts and then culture mixed in with that as well, you know? Yeah. So and then again back to that identity, you know, yeah. like people telling you, you know, um you, you, you're not black enough, you're not white enough, you're not this, you're not that, you can't, oh, you're about that now. And going through your different journey of life where you're learning more and that, but then you've got people back here that saw you back then and maybe, and haven't seen the growth. So then they're like, oh, that's not what you're really into. So you, don't, you haven't seen me for like three years. You don't even know what I'm about now. You know, so you're constantly contending with this, mm. other people's opinions. And one of the biggest things I've seen in these last two years is that most people seem, uh, to be scared to say something if it is against the grain. I thought, you know what? Why? Why should I have what? Like, and especially when you when you see the spiritual, when you see these things, and when you've lived fear. Like, I remember being. Uh, sorry to go back and forth, but yeah. I remember being seventeen, sitting in my my I think seventeen or maybe around that a little bit after sitting in my own place. My mum saying, "Make sure you lock the door," and I was like, I'm "Not locking the door. Anybody comes through that door, they come through me." And that was my um. Like this, that fear became like this anger, um, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. and almost like I won't fear again, but it's still 
Mm, still like there. the element of fear is, yeah. is there just in, in a different... It's disguised, right, in, in that anger, like you said. Like there's this... Um, yeah, I, I get that. I get that statement. But back to where you want to take it. Yeah, well, I guess, you know, why don't you, sh- like, share with us a little bit about... Um, what you feel most passionately about that goes against the grain, because bro, we're all about that. <laughs> I feel like we're about to be demonetized, but <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll keep it light and breezy. <laughs> or maybe not. We'll see where it goes. Well, look, bro. I mean, the thing for me is that I, I, I've I've seen I've, I grew like we we just talked about these things we talked about are conspiracies. Yes. Yeah. Like, like, you know what I mean. Absolutely. So when you've For witnessed real. the spiritual, you're already deemed the Looney Tunes. Yeah. Like to some people, I you've mean, cross that bridge. You know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, so real. you already see, like, like I said, um, that that propelled me to being in my early years in high school and stuff. That whenever I was in the library, I'd be in the books, the unsolved mysteries, Bermuda mm. Triangle, yeah. aliens, ghosts, um, any sort of paranormal, um, all that stuff. You know. So it always had me looking elsewhere. And then you look at um being being um first nations in this country and looking at looking at the way that not not some time ago but even now now we still got people that have very 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 silly backwards views i've had fights in my own family yeah you know yeah. I'm, on my mother's side i'm the only one in the family that's aboriginal yeah, yeah, yeah for so real. i've 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 constantly had to butt heads and come against stupid ways of thinking and it's not that i'm any better it's just mm. that i had i i searched and i found different answers and, oh you you you're on your high horse now you think you know better it's like nah like i mean you know i heard things said from my fa- own family about aboriginal people and, that, and then once i found out that's who i am, i was like is that how you feel like about, about me, me? Yeah. you know so so the fact that there's still many ways looked at in this country and so many things that aren't admitted to or talked about openly enough and we're still not at that point. Like people go, oh, yeah, we had our sorry, get on with it, you know. But, man, all those things that were meant to come to, fru- fru- uh, come to fruition from Kevin Rudd, the percentage of those things is minute mm. that carried on. So, yeah, sorry happened and then nothing. So... We and we are not past that. You can't if you're in a relationship. You know you, there needs to be um, follow through, right? And yeah. Well, like if you look, arguments happen. Mm. We we can't always agree. We 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 have disagreements, but there needs to be some sort of resolution, and that's the problem. Is conflict conflict resolution is that we don't often have enough of that in our in our lives in general. Not to mention this country, and uh, you know, it sounds like I'm going off, but. Yeah, so all this distrust of government and the way things operate and then seeing the way certain things are palmed off and certain things are said like this and seeing that all from a young age, Mm. I knew I couldn't Mm. trust these people. Mm. I know they are not for me. They are not for us. Now you're singing my language. Yeah, (laughs) you know, and so so I am passionate about that. I am passionate (laughs) about that. And then the next minute, like, I mean, our people have been fighting against the government for so much change and then the next minute we're saying... Yeah, no, we've got to we've got to get this because the government told us to. Yeah. What? Did I miss something? Like, what happened? What happened there? Like, you know, so I'm all, passionate. All of a sudden, I'm, they're these trustworthy body of people that we should be taking all of our advice from. Yeah. yeah, and the thing is, and it all stems from an understanding that life is not meant to be lived this way to begin with. 
We, we live, shouldn't be we living live in a broken system. We live in yeah, yes, mm. and we've seen and so even things like <laughs> random, but like I mean the CIA using like mediums and stuff like that. They have we a did freaking an episode on that. They have a series on right <laughs> where they say they did this and what what is it like? Do people go? Oh yeah, that's something they used to do. Well, what are they doing now? You know, yeah. and so they, then you think about all the other yeah. things of poisoning First Nations people all around the world, yeah. um, uh, testing random and wild drugs on people, putting and what, even one of my mates who's not a conspiracy theorist, he said, "Well, I'd think that like if there was a way to put something in the water or put something in the food, I think that they would do that." And I said, "Well, of course, yeah, well, of course they would," you know, yeah. and so. Historically, I mean the evidence, know, the evidence is there historically. Yeah, we're talking you like look at the 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 intentional, um, you know, um, disruption of of uh, you know cultures, virology, and stuff like that, introducing different. And we could go on and on and yeah. on, okay. But like at the end of the day, I think we equated it before the episode, and you're like, well, you know, can you trust somebody who you've just met and you know not a thing about? Because how many people honestly know, A, a politician, and B, their agenda? Mm. I would argue that the person that is very close with the politician still wouldn't know their agenda. And, and beyond that, then you've got, if you're talking about conspiracy, go all the way to the tippy top and the, the five-odd families that supposedly control the entire sphere, right? Then the, the, how powerful are the politicians? Well, they're likely not that powerful if that's your line of thought. It's coming from somewhere else how do you do? dude I, i'm with you like i'm not I'm and, and not this is and this is before you even go into talking about a spiritual force that's behind the yeah, veil yeah, yeah, yeah right now if you believe that well then that just allows that just opens the door to so many possibilities and uh, ideas you know mm. but it, but even without that we know that man does not handle power well no man does not handle authority we see it cons constantly we've on a basic level of seckers and security guards who are yeah. on their high horse, the amount of fights I've seen over the years with dudes, you know, you know they can't fight. Yeah. Like some random dude and the seckers fighting with him. It's like they're throwing their weight around, throwing their power around. We've yeah. seen the way cops treat people. 100%. We've seen the way people abuse their power. And man does not work well with power. He doesn't. And he, it takes a very, like, grounded person with a multiple of grounded people around them and even still, you know what I mean? And, and, and there is a system that's there in place and that system works for certain people and and, you, and, you, and they're not just going to let any person come in and mess with that. And you see that all the time. People get silenced, pushed out, disappear, or they just become like the rest. Yeah. And that's, and that's unfortunate. That's the broken system we, we live in. And so if the system is broken, well, then the next question is how can you trust it? Yeah, and we yeah. and we've got way too much evidence over so many years um, that they cannot be trusted, and that it, that greed is a main driving factor. Psychopaths seem to make it up the chain very far. Why? Well, they have no problem treading on or taking out whoever they need to take out. There's no feelings involved. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this is all just oh, you're a nutbag, but it's like 
It's a broken system. It's the way the world works. Yeah, I think. Uh, look, I think just to to put a fine point on that cop on that topic is like I think I don't know the way that I've learned to deal with it in a way that I can maintain my own mental health is just <laughs> to navigate it, understand where we are, and navigate it from there. You know what I mean? Um, and it's so not like, easy. yeah, this used to be a show about interviewing musicians. By the way, I just want to put that out there, right? I think oh, I think what you've and done. And I make music. Yeah. <laughs> so like at the end of the day, right? Right? This could be like the idea we've been looking for, the fusion idea. <laughs> like, yeah. No, for real, man. Like I, I appreciate your viewpoints. Thank you for sharing that because that's um that's not. So, I mean, this is on the net now, right? And this is this is out there. And I, you stand by your convictions. Obviously, you you you're passionate about that stuff, and that for me comes out in your music. You know what I mean? Like yeah. we've been sitting here talking about fucking ghosts. We've been talking about this, that, and the other. And like at the end of the day, like. I think people would benefit from listening to some of your music. That's what I think. I think you should go out and listen, listen to, to this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> no, hundred percent, man. Because like, there's some real messages in there, and like I think that's why we're able to have this conversation here because we've built once again built this podcast on on the premise that the camera isn't there and it is three mates sitting back and catching mm. up for old times' sake in this genuine and organic sense. And that's how what the same sense I get from your music is yeah, that yeah. just being genuine. And and this is a question that we talked about with Prophet a couple of weeks about uh, ago is like given that you've obviously had to make allowances right now your definition of a success and and profits definition of success is is different to let's call it the atypical model Mm. people think success they think fame they think money they think about the the luxurious lifestyle and and maybe you know that 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 worldwide buzz you know um give me your definition of success in the music industry man that's a wide net I've just cast. It, 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 it is, it is, um, it is. But look, I mean, we we we're, we're still here and we're still very active. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's it's so funny, you know, dude. Like, from our point of view, like we left a long <laughs> time ago, right? Yeah, and you like, guys kept kicking and on. Like, and like to come back to it, like in the capacity that we're coming back to it as as interested third parties in seeing where the scene is and to see you guys still as active as yeah. you are, it's unbelievable. Like yeah. in a real positive yeah, way, man, you know. Look, I've always tried to, you know, and it's hard at times because do I want more? Do I want more? Yeah. Do I feel like I'm just warming up at times? Yeah, I do. Um, and I feel like I've got a lot more to to say and a lot more to bring to the table, even more so mm-hmm. um, now. Um, so, yeah, just he- heating up, I guess. But um, what does it look like for you then? Like if you could, I mean, your, your ambitions have obviously changed since when you began in the game because there's been a long amount of time between those two points. So what, what's changed for you now? Like what is, if you can, if you can see yourself somewhere um, without there being any issues having got there, you can snap your fingers, you're there. What does that look like for you? Because I get the sense that, you know, that money and the fame stuff still aren't that relevant to you. I mean, yeah, sure. Money's never been a driving factor, no. and that's that has its pros and cons. Yeah. Mm. You know, that has its pros its con- pros and cons because when you don't value money like that, you sometimes uh, throw it away. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you were a gambler. You have been a gambler, right? I've been. Yeah. <laughs> I've got to know when to hold them. Yeah. Uh, good. I'm not a bad. Last time I played poker, I came second. I hadn't played in a while. Mm. So yeah, not a bad nice. poker player. Um, but but we're talking not, like tens of thousands, like lots 
Probably yeah. hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. Oh, yeah. Hundreds of thousands of dollars. And, yeah, and it's, um, yeah, it's hard to get away from, from mm. that. Yeah. So I still. Yeah, it's, it's a pain still point. Still dabble. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, addiction's but, a motherfucker. Right? Yeah, like, but it's like, you know, I, I don't lost that much, like, over time. See, it started at 16. So my cousin ended up being a bad gambler, mm. and he was gambling at eighteen. I was sixteen, first time I ever gambled, and um, and I saw, I saw the effects of gambling. I saw them bad. I saw them, um, and I said, "I'll never." Mm. I'm not going to do this. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to do this. But I did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for real, for real. And you know, there's so, there's so much there's so much like substance here because you you've also been down the the depression hole, mm. you've been down the addiction hole yeah. with with regard to substance abuse. Yep. Tell us about your ADD. <laughs> <laughs> well, never. Well, this stuff we're talking about, I've never been diagnosed for anything except for allergic to dust mite. Dust mites. Mm. That's, that's it. Mm. That's I haven't factored that variable into my equation. Actually, yet. actually. Uh, Anxiety, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anxiety, you want to hear the anxiety story? Oh, why not? <laughs> so, I look back now, and I may have experienced panic attacks and whatnot when I was younger. Yeah, yeah. Looking yeah. back or whatever, but I'd never known what it was. Nah, mm. and um, twenty eight. So twenty eight, I was on a um, we had some mates from Dubbo come and do. They come down, and anyway. So I, I went to a hip-hop gig. We went out, and I'd been trying to quit smoking at that point um, for, I think, two weeks or something. I quit. So I went to this hotel with these guys, met up with them, and these guys are smoking you know, smoking a few um, cones and that. And I thought, because for me, one of the things that I used to happen is that you know, I'd smoke and then I'd free, and then I'd just freestyle like a beast. Yeah, so yeah, when I quit, sure. I had to like not relearn, but I had to get used to being sober, sober. And, and freestyling. Anyway, um, so we went out that night, party, whatever. Uh, they had ended up back at the hotel. I ended up out with their manager till all hours in the morning. Ended up in a hotel. Woke up in the morning after this bender, and um, I hadn't had a hangover like that since I was like teenager or something yeah and um and i saw this bong on the table and i thought that's the only thing that's gonna fix it yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're in this fancy as hotel in the city and um so i had one and then instantly it felt like i was being pulled out my body yeah, that's how right. it felt and i've never ever had suicidal tendencies or anything but i saw myself i saw myself fly out the window we're up high wow and then um i ended up i was in my boxes in the hallway pacing up and down the hallway, praying to God because I thought I was on my last legs. Like, I was oh. praying for forgiveness and I thought I was I was done. Snap. It was a done wow. dinner. Ended up in the shower, full ball hot, full ball cold, um, beatboxing to stay conscious. Wow. Have you beatboxed to stay conscious? <laughs> yeah. You're not a real beatboxer yeah, then. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, music saved my life, yeah, literally, yeah. right? Oh, beatboxing Lee. saved my life. Um, wow. Anyway, um... Yeah, so anyway, I, I go back, and I was homeless at the time. I was sleeping on my mate's couch. I was for about a year and a half there. Um, back out St. Mary's, went out there into the ghetto, and um, I get back there, and um, one of my mates, 
Uh, he was a he used to be a pastor. Um, he he was there tattooing one of the guys from Dubbo. And um, and he goes, did you hear what happened? And I was like, what? And he goes, um, so there was this guy Tommy that we knew, um, one of the nicest guys, one of the sweetest guys you ever meet. Like just everyone loved the dude, real nice dude. Um, but unfortunately, he was dealing with some pretty dark depression. Mm. And pretty much that exact t- same time that that happened to me, he told his dad he was just going to the garage and next minute um, was hanging by a rope. Wow. And my mate, whose place I was staying at, he had a vision of himself standing over himself with a shotgun or something like that at the same time as well. All these things happened. I was like, wow, that's weird. That weird. Was anyway, it 3 a.m. in the morning? Um, no, it was like between nine and, uh, 9.30 and 10 a.m. or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Some, somewhere around there, like 10, 10-ish in the morning. Somewhere, maybe 9-ish. Anyway, um, yeah, so then the next day I, I went to smoke and instantly had a panic attack and I quit. Wow. Quit cigarettes, quit weed. And, um, and then had anxiety and to the point where I'd have times where my vision would go blurry. In fact, it just happened the other night. Vision go blurry and, um, and then your hand would go numb, mouth, nose, teeth, numb. It's scary. And then you'd have a panic attack on top of that because it's f- freaking you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, so, yeah, so even in that time after quitting, I battled with anxiety for years. I had times where it happened on stage. I had all different times Far driving. Out, it's unbelievable. Eh? Yeah. Jesus. Like, Pabs and, and I have done some interviews before. Yeah. Right? Uh, I think in, in terms of just sheer content, this, yeah. We've scratched the surface. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> you know what I mean. Like this is this is why I think this is going to have to be like a recurring thing, right? We're going to have to check in to, with you for yep. the next six thousand years <laughs> <laughs> to get this in perspective. Um, <laughs> so, like, I, I guess, like, so, like, you were saying, not formally diagnosed <laughs> with ADD. <laughs> Right, this is you did, <laughs> um, but you've certainly got traits of somebody who may have ADHD and ODD and things like that. From our earlier discussions, well, bro, it's it's your ability to stay on point. I um, <laughs> I think that um, no, no, no. There's something to be said, like because the traits that you have that you know that you you've shared with us and I'm aware of. It's it's just yeah, it's, it's super interesting to find like somebody who's been through as much as you've been through and has contributed as much as you have and you still seem to be quite just I don't know is it is it is this a case of like duck on the water feet moving a million miles an hour like because you just seem kind of very calm you know considering what what you've experienced laughing on the outside crying inside yeah yeah, yeah. just screaming you're just just screaming bro let's 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 do this let's talk about rock the block for a minute Right. Yeah, because this sure. is an initiative that you've you've kind of um, we perhaps and I reported on this last week. I know, I watched. We, oh, nice, nice. Very so, good. like for any of our listeners who might not be aware, perhaps and I went to this uh, Rock the Block music um, event, and and basically um, 
you know, this is, it was an awesome night. We got to meet a lot of artists. We got mm. to actually, you know, get, get some future interviews scheduled and got to catch up with some old friends, you and Ev. And it was just really awesome. We had a great night. And, mm. you know, this is something that uh, later on, I noticed like maybe the day after or the day after that, you you were kind of taking an opinion poll by the look of it to see about the frequency of this event. Like for my mind, me and Pabs were being super selfish. Like tell him to do it on these these Wednesdays <laughs> yeah. when we're available, like, yeah, yeah. you know, but like, uh, once again, we're, we're, we're going to be rocking up to this thing when we can. Um, yeah. and, and like, this is, is, so tell us about like, because you're driving this thing largely, like at least you are hosting your, you yeah. are hosting. So like, how does, how does, how did that work out? Like, this is a night where MCs get together, they yeah. get to dance, do some freestyling, spit some ciphers, you've got an act or yeah. two, and, yeah. and like largely just this awesome celebration of the culture, the Aussie hip hop culture in Sydney yeah. for this. And, and so like, yeah, tell us a little bit about that. Uh, well, I guess all of that is. I mean, that is all spawned out of my love for, for hip hop culture. Yeah, for and real. It's spawned and out can, of my love of the, of, of the it, cipher. Right? Yeah. Right. Like I've always been the type, you know, I couldn't always freestyle well, mm. but then it's just something that naturally. Over I, the years. Yeah, and I, and and it's something I'm, you know, one of the things that I'm quite, you know, that people know know for me that I do, yes. and I wasn't always good at it, which is the, I mean, you know, but. I think that also is something to do with my personality maybe as well, is that, that freestyle being on the fly and, and improv, it works yeah, yeah. to my my character and to my lifestyle. I've always had this sort of motto of winging it. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, it was always really. sort of like my life motto. Um, and now you've turned it into an event. <laughs> yeah. Right? Um, so, yeah, so anyway, I, I, I've run ciphers, I've run gigs, I've, I've run... Uh, I ran gigs for a few years. I ran ciphers for years, and I'm still doing a mix of both with with Rock the Block. And so Rock the Block's been running for years as well. But obviously, we've had, um, you know, quite a uh, tumultuous past few years. Yes, to say the <laughs> least. Um, where Sydney's live music has been, oh man, if it wasn't lockout laws, it was this, it was that. It was always something, you know. Yeah. We should have all just moved like <laughs> yes. if ever you do music we should have just all got together and just took off like <laughs> yeah. maybe like Tasmania at least five years ago <laughs> yeah. apparently the hip hop scene is doing well right now yeah I was wow. talking to um uh really about it and yeah and they they I'd want to go there <laughs> no for real man um, so like what do you what do you want to achieve with it then man what's the vision look a part of me didn't want to do it Okay. As in, as in, like again, I, I was to the point. Maybe I should just work on music, uh, and whatnot. But I know that it's needed. There yeah. is, it, it is needed, and it's a place to be able to facilitate, and mould and shape the culture, um, by some more mature MCs there as well. Mm. Who I want in, you know, all the dudes that I want involved. I want them, those dudes, to help mould and shape that culture. We can say what this is meant to be and what that. You should. Um, if you haven't seen it, there's this doco uh, about the LA in the 90s about um, the Good Life Cafe. Yeah, right. And it's mad. It's all about... And so they had this mad culture. So dudes didn't even cuss. Like, if you cussed, you were thrown off. Yeah, um, right. If you... Because um, back then, Das Effects was big. So if you were doing biggity biggity or something like that, they'd, they'd cut you gotcha. off. <laughs> um, if you were talking nonsense or whatever... And I was like, I want to, and that's where I want to move it towards. I really want to uh, create like quality substance. Yeah, uh, like a Positive benchmark vibe. that is just yeah. um, dope. 
Yeah. I want dudes to be scared to get on stage. Yeah. Now, if yeah. you're not ready to, if you if you haven't got your bars up, then go somewhere and get them up. There's plenty of places where we teach, in fact. Yeah. But here, it's like don't step up there. And if you're going to come with whackness and rap about some sort of nonsense that none of us are about. Man, I, I might even throw you off stage. You'll be accountable, <laughs> mm. and that's Dude, where we—that's what I want to take you. That. Know, create I that. I love that because, like, our experience, we we debriefed about it on the way back, and it was like, it was it was the one man. Like, yeah, it was man. a really good night, and it was just mm. like it's been a long time. Once again, since I've had that that passion reignited yeah. in me, by like we're saying, I jump up and spat a couple of bars, and yeah. and, and just to do that to feel amongst it again and For just sure. to be around a, a good community of people who are all like-minded and there was no there was absolutely no drama mm. and and like for to the outside observer i can't imagine many people taking a look in that door and walking in you know <laughs> what I mean? but bro the best night yeah. the best night so like if people want to know if people want to know more about rock the block and they'd like to visit how might they find some information out like and this isn't I realise I'm ahead of myself here, yeah. but I feel like that's really important for people to know. Is there a platform where people can well, go? They can go. They can go look up online, Hustle and Flow Bar, uh, Redfern. Yep. You'll find the yep. info there. Yep. Rock the Block has its own page, so you can find it there. Yeah, um, but sweet. it's Wednesday fortnightly this week. Fortnightly. We're back, Perfect, so because I was and, even and I'm just so with this. Happy you decided to go ahead with it, bro. Like that, well, that's yeah. Even this time, like I was like, oh, are people going to come out? Are they going to be scared to still go out and stuff like that? Is it going to be Didn't worth it? Didn't appear so at the last. No, one. there was a good turnout, good vibe. Yeah. So yeah, we're just going to carry, carry Keep that. Yeah, forward. and the having live acts, like having two acts, is like a byproduct of of that, and then that way it's also like a show as well. Yeah, you know? for real. But it is mostly, for the most part, about community and yes. about the culture and about MCs and networking and all that. Yeah. And like I said, the performances, it is about that too, but they're a byproduct of. For real. Of for that. real. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. I Like, I don't know where to go from here, Pabs. Like, there's there's a part of me that tells me we've been going for over an hour. Yeah, we have. And, so and, we've and just gone an hour and 25 We've, we've got to wrap this up, I right? Think, and think, and yeah. so, like... You're feeling good about my, wrapping up or you want to keep rolling? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can go any direction you want to go. <laughs> I, I feel Not like what we need to do is say that we're going to have you on again. That's a that's a necessity, right? It's, it's hopefully, if you agree. <laughs> I feel like... Well, I'm, it's been fun. You know, it, it, it has been real and like what i want to leave people with tonight is that um although yes we are interviewing artists and yes we are centric around music at this point in time it's just another really good example of how you know we're all just people mm. and as people yeah. we all have our uh, experiences and they are valuable and we thank you for sharing yours with us tonight mm. bro like i really appreciate that that takes some fucking balls to be able to sit here and talk about the shit that you've been talking about so thank you bro yeah and and i like feel like what, <laughs> what we might do i think we will probably be best to warn people the next episode that you're going to be on might not be uh, a tho music chats centric yeah. episode it will be about the stuff we want to talk about <laughs> that i know you're passionate about and that you know we can really chop it up with some you know yeah. a really themed way of doing that so but in the meantime bro we are going to end it the same way we always end it i want people to know where they can find you where they can find your music and i want you you know uh start there where can people find you and your music well the best part the best way to find me is just look for easy and the profit and you'll probably you'll you'll find my stuff yep. the, i mean if you look up Izzy, Izzy Sydney, you'll find me as well. Yeah. Um, but Izzy and the Prophet, 
But just to go back, uh, one one thing quickly is that I was thinking the other week, I was thinking, you know what, maybe I should not post about certain things and just focus on music for a little bit, right? And then mm. I had this, and then straight after that, I, I had this friend and she, um, I seen her at a gig and she came up and said, um, and she just told me honestly and, and sort of complimented me and said, you know, I'm thankful for your, your voice during this time and yeah. and I found that I've aligned with, you, you know, this and that. And I was like, this it, it was encouraging, you know what I mean? And I thought, oh, you know course. what? Nah. So blame, <laughs> blame, get blame her. <laughs> but you haven't heard the end of me. Yeah. Yeah, the end nah, of man, it. Keep, um, keep keeping it, it real, bro. Dude, like it that, is true because yeah. like, you know, having the balls to stand up like that and, and, and have the chance of someone having a go at you because you're not following the herd. Yeah. It's quite rare, you know, but there's a lot of people that have that sentiment, you know, and they're, they're not prepared to share it, you know? So, um, it's that fear of man. Most of us, most of us, it, most of us are like the rest of us. Mm. You know, and and at some point, most of us have, uh, you know, have had to deal with that, mm. and it's this this fear of, you know, most of it, I don't care what people think, but we all do, yeah. we do, we care what people think of us and what they, you know, but part of that, part of being human is also I think letting go of of that as well because I'm not going to be able to, I can't, I can't make everybody happy, mm. I can't, any any and if I and and it. And if I change that or something, then there's then there's parts of me that are going to be unhappy with settling and things like that. But then there's going to be other people upset too. So you're never going to make everyone happy. Yeah. You can't. There's yeah. a poetic justice to it all that I can't help but observe, right? Um, throughout your experiences, throughout your life and, and being confined by the, the structure as it is kind of created this beast. And, and, and I love that, right? Like, made this monster. Yeah, that's yeah. right, man. It is totally, totally like that. I guess, look, real quick, advice. I usually would make this music-centric, but due to the episode content this mm. week, we're going to make this centric of life. Advice for... Anybody who may be struggling at the moment, advice for, just advice from somebody who, who isn't afraid to get out there and give things a crack and make their opinion known. You know, do you have any words of encouragement for people who sure. might be struggling th through whatever reason, mm. you know? Look, I think no matter which way you go, no matter what you do, there's always going to be some form of opposition. There's yeah. always going to be something. <laughs> yeah. Some downside. Yeah, you know, it is. And, and life's too short to not chase what you want to be about and what, you, and what you're after. So, you know, sp sp you know, without hurting, purposely hurting people and whatnot. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Mm. Be yeah. about it. Yeah, for real. And, 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 and do things. Like, if you're passionate about something and you're not that great at it, get around people who are good about it. You know, get around, learn, learn your craft, sharpen get better at it, sharpen your, yeah, sharpen yeah, yeah. your tools, yeah. you know, because it doesn't, it doesn't happen overnight. You know, how many hours, what is it? 10,000 hours to make yeah, you, 10, a, hours yeah, right. you yeah, know, 10,000 hours, you know, you gotta, you gotta put in work. There is no way people are, you know, people, oh, how can I freestyle like you? Well, look, you probably never will. 
<laughs> Some things are just sad but true. You sound like Oscar now. Yeah, that's right. I was going to say, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you, but you can be good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just yeah. Not as <laughs> no, there's room for improvement. If there you always chase is, it. and if chase you, it. Yeah. yeah so yeah. you know, and don't let yeah other people's views, opinions, and things box you in. You know, you know, no one. A lot of people. There's only a few people that are ever going to really see all angles and all all avenues in your life and almost almost no one is going to like fully understand yeah. that completely you know mm-hmm. what I mean there will be people that you gel with and this and that on certain things but you know no for real brother so yeah that sounded very nice, cool right very cool um, well look man we would like to thank you once again coming Cheers, on the show thank you some, brother an absolute pleasure, pleasure. I cannot wait for our next episode yeah, <laughs> me right? either yeah. um, once again you can listen to us now on Street Movement Radio Monday 6 to 8 until next week <laughs> welcome aboard welcome aboard <laughs> goodbye <laughs>